Well, hello everyone. Welcome to week 18 of the Express and Star Football Podcast. And before we start, I just want to say thank you, a massive thank you to the, and, and this is counting and this is at the moment still going up as we speak, the 3,860 people who tuned in last week to Who Wants to Win a Home Game. Tim, unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's not including iTunes either, so... We're, we've gone viral. It's unbelievable. It's, that's, that's at least a 300% rise and we, we don't really know what's happened. I thought you were going to start with an apology this week. Why? After after the horrendous mistake you made last week. What was the mistake? Well, the the, the great quiz, as, as you referred to there. The cracking quiz, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was inaccurate, wasn't it? Oh, please. Gareth, Gareth Bale is not Wales' all-time top scorer. He's not, but still, it was, the, it was second to sixth of the top Wales all-time goal, goal scorer, so that's fine. Um, Tim Spears on the show this week, guys. Um, obviously, you've heard his voice. Um, he is here. Mr. Ever-Present himself. Um, how's it going? Not too bad. Not yeah. too bad. Yeah, yeah. Been, you know, been a bit down in the dumps since Tuesday. That's quite, Unders- quite a miserable evening, wasn't it? It, it was. Late un- night. Understandable. It was a late night for plenty. Um, but... but Glad to welcome, I think maybe the second time he's here on the podcast. Second no, third more than time. that. Maybe third. the third. Mm. Third time, Mr. Matthew Mayhem. Matt, great to have you on again. It's good to be here, Nathan. I'm still reeling from the shock that you made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't believe that. Yeah, so it's two inside 24 hours, judging by our video last night at the Albion. Um, for, I know plenty of people asked. What was that? About, What's that in the video? Well, I did. I did say on video last night that they won four home games in a row, but it was three home games, and Matt was quick to to extinguish my flame before we started the video properly. So I uh, got him to thank for that. That's how we um, spend most of our most of our time with <laughs> yes, you, to be honest. Yes, correcting my mistakes. Um, a lot of people wanted to know about Nutcracker Watch last week. Um, we said, did uh, they? A lot of people. Uh, plenty of people yep. um, tuned in and wanted to know how the Nutcracker went. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, Matt, you weren't here for that. I'm sure you you weren't a listener last week. No, you weren't one of the three thousand. I, I, I missed it. I'm afraid. Oh, okay, okay. I know you, you downloaded <laughs> it. I haven't got round to it. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll, I meant to listen on my way to Millwall on Saturday, but didn't didn't happen. No. no. <laughs> um, yeah, and Mrs. wanted me to go to Nutcracker. Unfortunately, I went to go and get tickets for it. They were sold out. Oh, but you were distraught. Absolutely devastated. So we had to go and see um, Disney's Moana instead. Disney's what? Mo- Moana. It's like a Polynesian Disney uh, with with um, you know your young kind of like vibrant young lady finding herself through the the, the water and uh, yeah, finding just, herself through the water. Yeah, it's just like water. It's like she makes. Water crazy island. Polynesian Disney. Yeah. You're normally a bit more mainstream than this, I've got to say. Yeah, I know, but I've got a missus who's like half Filipino, half American, so it's kind of like the whole Polynesia thing, you know, attracts her to it. Right. Yeah. It was interesting. I would recommend it. It was good. I you would? I did up at one point, yes. What is it? What is it? Sorry, a film, a theatre show? Film, film, Disney film, yeah. Film, right. Yeah, I did tear up um, about 45 minutes in when I realised that the running time was an hour and a half. Oof, where, uh, where's this on? Um, it's on. It's on. It's on nationwide, Matt. And yeah. I think you should go and see it. No. If we get any spare time, I might consider it. Well, I think you should do. So. And Disney can't go wrong with it. And no, no love story, which I think a lot of people are praising it for. Because normally Disney, you get a love story kicking. And no, it's just just one independent young lady finding herself in the water. Correct. It's just in, so, just in, so in, great. In the water, presents, presents. Are we are we sorted with presents this year? Christmas, Christmas Eve. I told you last week. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. I don't believe I you. did see him going to do his Christmas shopping. There you go then. So no, 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 no. Christmas Eve last year. Last year. Oh, really? <laughs> um, walking down past the office, cigarette in hand at 3pm. Are we saying you don't smoke, Tim, do you? No. You're holding it for someone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got that impression myself. But, you know, he said he was on his way to start. 
Deary me. You're, you're, you're better prepared, though. Uh, slightly better prepared. Slightly? Slightly. You know, I've, I've kind of... I've got an idea of where I'm going with it. I've got some gifts, but... Uh, the best way to I always go used to, I, I've, not, I've not done it for a few years, but I always used to leave one thing, one simple thing until Christmas Eve, just so I could go into Birmingham City Centre and enjoy the... the uh, crazy. The, the panic of, uh, of others. Wow. It's, um, that's, a, that's the kind yeah. of sadistic excitement to you, I think. You know what yeah, I mean? People... Uh, it'll be quiet this year, I think, because um, people have a bit more time off before. And the best way the to go... It's a bit of a run-up, isn't there? I feel the best way to go is collective. Just just do a group present. So so I've got three brothers and obviously they've got wives and they've all got siblings. So I've gone group this year and I've gone you remember do you remember Crystal Maze? Yes. One of it's my back, favourite all time all time shows. Yeah, They're doing a one off celebrity special, I think, with um, Stephen Merchant presenting it as, oh. the, as the guy. Mm, that could yeah, work. Yeah, he's kinda of kooky, isn't he? But Richard O'Brien, you know, oh, genius. made Can't, a lot of that yeah, show. Yeah, you know, com- um, completely agree. It was never the same when Ed Tudor Paul was on. No, no. It went downhill quite quickly. It did, it did. Um, especially when they brought Future... Um, that was it, what was it? Oceanic. I don't, didn't get Oceanic Zone, didn't like that. But... Lost the plot. Crystal Mays has returned in Manchester where the normal public can go and experience the Crystal Maze. So I no. brought us a team, full team of eight, in April next year... To go on the Crystal Maze. Wow. How good is that? What, so you actually do it? You actually do it. You actually do it. You do the four zones. You, you go into the big the big dome at the end. Gold and silver tokens. 37 quid 50 each, I think it is. Do you wear the jumpsuits as well? It's it's everything all inclusive. I'm absolutely buzzing. Bit do of uh, medieval zone, all that stuff. Medieval is my favourite zone. Yeah. That's the distance. Do your relatives listen to this podcast? No, God no. Oh. You say because you, you might have given away what they're, they're getting for Christmas. They could do, but yeah, my voice is annoying enough during during right, a family okay. day <laughs> over the airwaves. I don't think so. Um, right, let's talk some football. Um, I'm going to start with with a positive on a positive note. Um, Matt was with you last night. Salomon Rondon headed hat trick. I think the second one in Premier League history. And Albina just on an absolute stonking. Who's who's, who's first? Duncan Ferguson. Nice, Duncan Ferguson, nice. 97. Um, yeah, I mean, I hate the phrase Premier League history and I hate the, the whole idea that the record started in 92. But with this one, actually, it does help that there's only been two since mm. 92. Um, kind of put a bit of perspective into just what a rare kind of achievement, occurrence that uh, that it is. I mean, there were there were three really good headers. The last one in particular was a fantastic header. Um, you know, made all the sweeter for Rondon, I think, simply because he'd missed two really good chances with his feet he had. Uh, in the first half. Um, and you know, the, the, you know, he he and Albion have both just uh, just hit a really good run of form. Um, you know, I think really pleasing last night. Um, you can see the you know what it means for the rest of the team when he scores. He's a really popular character mm-hmm. at Albion, a really nice guy. And, and you know, someone ran the remark the other week. He's a hardest, you know, with the way Albion often play. You know, just him up on, on his own up front. He's probably, you know, probably the hardest working striker in the in the Premier League. And he scored seven goals this season. But there's been a lot of work as well that's gone. So it sometimes goes un- unnoticed. And he got his he got his rewards last night. Fans singing his name. You know, he, he what's, looks what, what's, what's the chant? What's the Rondon chant? It's uh, I'm not singing it. No, but no, it's, come on, everyone Matt, come knows on. it. It's to the the do run. Uh, do, do run, 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 the do yeah. run, run. Oh, yeah. They played it, they played it, yeah, they played whistle, it. Yeah. I think there was a, a, a Martin Swain, once of this parish, may have had a hand in that. Just by the conversations I could hear going. Well, he, st- he started the chant, did he? Behind me. No, <laughs> the, no, the press no, box. He, he making sure that it was played at, uh, at, uh, 
played it full time. Mm. Um, we also got the liquidator last night before the game, did, which yeah. I forgot until yeah. Yeah. Uh, until afterwards. Um, I mean, usually that fires Albion up, but they were really uh, slow out the blocks last night. And and you know, in fairness to Tony Pulis, he said afterwards, you know, they they had played Chelsea, you know, on uh, on Sunday, mm. uh, lost at Stamford Bridge, felt they were maybe a bit unlucky. Um, you know, last night was a game where you know you just got to take care of business. The position Albion are in now, and, and they did that. Um, you know, they can grind out results. When we've seen now, they can play some some decent football as well. You know, this game with Man United on Saturday is, is really one to to look forward to. So how how come Albion are one of the highest points they've been at in the, in the Premier League in terms of you know results, motivation, field mm-hmm. factor? Position. How come? I'm right in saying it was the smallest ever Premier League crowd they've had at the Hawthorns. Smallest ever Premier so League what's, crowd there's no correlation there. So what's, what's there isn't going a correlation there. I think the you know you know there's an element of well I mean I don't think any of our clubs sell out anymore. I think no. there's been an, an impact on the you know um, the recession has hit this area harder than, than most. Even though the, I think I think all you know four of the, the major clubs um, I think you know and Warsaw as well. You know the, the pricing structures for the tickets is, is fairly reasonable. They don't tend to take the Mickey out of uh, out of supporters. I think the Albion thing, though, just from you know, kind of my own kind of uh, personal evidence, you know, family members who are, are Albion fans, friends who are Albion fans. I mean, they weren't, you know, the, the football before these three games wasn't exactly the most entertaining um, in the world. And I think once people, you know, maybe made the decision in the summer, no, you know, if it's going to be another trudge to forty points, <clears throat> yeah. do I really want this? Um, once you've made that decision to to step away from it. To not go, you know, it, it's harder to get them back in. The one thing I would say about last night, and it is a point that needs to be made, is that Swansea only sold sold less than half their allocation, allocation mm-hmm. which meant a big gap in the Smedic game, which undoubtedly um, added up to the uh, the low crowd. Swansea was the lowest crowd last season. Mm-hmm. Again, it was a, a midweek game. That said, if you add the, the missing Swansea fans to the, the total last night, uh, you're still looking at, you know, fifteen hundred to two thousand missing home fans. I mean, it's a moot point in many cases because Manchester United on Saturday will be a sellout, so it will go missing. But you know, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be a concern, take, though. It's got to take uh, you know more of this <laughs> to uh, to keep it. Well, going, I think I think cl- I think clubs more than ever have got it. Well, yeah, more than ever before because it's never really been an issue until the last ten years. I've got to be. Really uh, creative with their pricing structures. Yeah. I mean, if, if you look at the lower leagues, two clubs that have had really good crowds above average recently have been Bradford and Huddersfield, mm-hmm. and they've had very inventive kind of pricing structures around season tickets and match day ticket prices. I don't think we've really seen enough of that mm-hmm. amongst our clubs in the in the Black no. Country and West Midlands, and it's, it's something they're going to have to look at because the football and the well, the, the results alone aren't doing it for Albion at the moment. And so you've got it. You've got to look, look at the prices. They keep on going. You will get the people back, but you know it's kind of um, yeah. Football. I do. I do feel you know it's, it's part of a much larger argument. You know, people look at professional football these days, and you know the number of uh, scandals that have uh, have, have gone on. Um, you know, and 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 people lose their lose their love for it you know you, you can't uh, paper over the cracks with you know exciting games and, and fancy marketing mm. forever people will eventually um, see through it and you know uh, that's more of a general point not as exactly directed at, uh, at Albion but, but then um, Wolves halved, halved their tickets for Sheffield Wednesday game and put 8,000 on the gate wow 
eight thousand extra fans. Mm. They got nineteen against Fulham yeah. on Saturday. Ironically, fans chose the wrong game <laughs> yes, they to go to. They missed the four for nineteen thousand for the four four, and there was twenty seven thousand for the Sheffield Wednesday game for that. January transfer window is fast approaching us, which is quite scary in itself. I feel like we've just got over the, the last one. But if you cast your minds back a few months ago now, and the business that or lack of business that West Brom did on, on deadline day. And just the doom and gloom around that club, uh, to, to the extent where where we had to um, the new chairman had to release statements. It was you know Tony Pulis wasn't happy. Um, well, you know, miscommunication. Pulis is you know mid September. You wonder just how much longer Tony Pulis would be there. He can't have expected His own this. To personal be circumstances though. have obviously changed mm. since um, you know, but um, you know the the club did. Ball accounts delay the announcement of his new contract to avoid a, a fan backlash, which mm. which seems slightly incredible now. Mm. Now they're singing his his name incredible. after games, but I mean, you look at uh, the, the the business Albion actually did in the summer, mm-hmm. and it was disappointing at the time. They didn't get all the players they wanted. I think that's that's fair to say. But you know, as Albion have done over recent years, and the reason they're still in the Premier League and Wolves and Villa aren't is that the players they do bring in have an impact. Matt Phillips. Yeah, he's you know has really come out of his shell the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Alan Neom is, is proving as an inspired signing, just yeah. the kind of solid performer that Albion seems to seven out of ten. Seems to always find you know the players that rarely let you mm-hmm. down. Uh, Chadley has been very good, obviously mm-hmm. at the team at the moment, um, but that's more down to the form of Morrison and mm-hmm. Bruns. Uh, and then there's, there's Hal Robson Carno, you know, obviously not at his. He's not going to get too many opportunities while Rondon is still in great form and sticking the ball in the net. So Incredible. But, I mean, they do get good value. They get value out of the players they, they bring in. And, and Pulis has done a really, really good job with that team. I mean, jubilation, fantastic atmosphere last night. Um, definitely wasn't on Tuesday night, though, Tim, at Cardiff. Um, so, <laughs> Swansea to Cardiff or Cardiff to Swansea. But, wow, that was um, that's worrying. That was dire, that second half. And I'm slightly concerned this season now. It was probably the worst of the season, purely taking. I mean, they've lost. They've lost games by bigger score lines, but Car. But you know, Cardiff are a poor, poor team, and used proper. You know, Neanderthal kind of tactics, mm-hmm. long throws, corners, set pieces. It was extremely obvious what they were doing, and Wolves. Wolves couldn't cope in that second half, and they had no answer to it at all. And then the manager started making a couple of strange substitutions to what try and. To try and stem, you know, the tide of attacks that were raining down on poor young Harry Burgoyne's goal, <laughs> fourth choice teenage keeper. Um, it was a real. I felt really sorry for the fans that travelled actually, and we d- didn't really see it coming because the two games before that had been positive. You know, four points, a win, four four against Fulham. Well, in the first half, I mean, it wasn't a great first half by any means, but you know, Doherty he must have had a nightmare for for Doherty's goal, but. They very rarely threatened Cardiff. We, didn't look, you know, we were, we were sat, sat back with our feet up thinking this could be a, <coughs> an easy, quiet night, really. Well, the balance, of, the balance of play was going one way. I mean, Wolves did very little going forward after that early goal. You, you would have thought that goal would have given them loads of confidence. You know, the first early goal they've scored this season, last team in English football mm. to do so. Mm. We, we just didn't see it. It was really concerning. I, I felt, you know, the two centre-halves were doing as much as they could and heading, heading everything clear that came their way. But they had no protection from the fullbacks and no protection from the midfield, no protection from the from the attack either. We're just we're just not defending from the front at all. Like I said, Lambert made a couple of odd substitutions, and it was really concerning because there were no kind of quick fixes to all the problems that they had on Tuesday night. And January's transfer window offers offers hope. 
which just sounds ludicrous mm. since they spent so much money and bought in so many players very recently. Yeah. But that's what they're looking at now to kind of save the season. So the way it's going. Need, what, what do they need? I mean, because they're talking about... Well, I think we, we said last week they need to get rid of players. Yeah. Talk about Williamson, like he could be back pretty soon. But I mean, he's, Str- he's not the answer, is he? Streamlining the squad will will make a difference. I made this point last week that having 30 players on the training ground, it just, just doesn't work. Why, why will it make a difference? Why, why the people who aren't involved in the squad we haven't seen for a while, Ola John and, and, and Gladden and these people, let's say, let's say, I mean, I'm not saying that they'll all go, but if, if four, three or four or five of them go, even if they're not in the match to their squad, why is that going to make a difference to, to a, a, a 16 on a, on a Saturday? I just don't think it's conducive to a, to a happy football club. You know, you want everyone on the same hymn sheet. You don't, you don't want... You don't want like cliques in the squad. You don't want bad apples or people moaning around Compton Park or sulking or whatever. You you know you want 20, 22, 23 players all on the same all on the same hymn sheet, all thinking that they can play on Saturday afternoon. Whereas a lot of the guys at the moment they just know they're they're not even going to get a game. So it needs it needs trimming. It needs quality adding to it. Williamson would make a big difference, but like you say, we can't rely on him because no. he's been out since since December the first last year. Says a lot about the season, doesn't it? That you're relying on a player who's been out for a year to come well, exactly. back and, and save you. I mean, is, is the defence now the the priority, the first thing that needs sorted? I mean, they seem to be like, they can't keep a. Do you know? I don't even know anymore. It was sure. it was initially, but but. <laughs> Well, they conceded four goals at home on. The, no, 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 but, but it's coming. It's, it's, co- it's coming more from the midfield. The midfield are offering no protection at all. Oh, They've yeah. been outplayed by so many midfields this season. Barry Bannon, Will Hughes, Kev McDonald looked brilliant last Saturday. You know, Wolves are crying out for a you know a, a few ball playing midfielders to kind of get them on the front foot. And yeah, they need strikers. I mean, no no striker has scored for Wolves since August the twentieth. Wow. Bodvarsson, Dicko, Mason, none of them have scored since then. It's just it's just a car crash. And yeah, and uh, none of the team are playing with any confidence. Iorfa and Hawes have gone downhill massively. Doherty's not been the player he was last season. So like I said, problems in midfields. Down to their fourth choice keeper on Saturday. There's problems all over the pitch. And I think Lambert's, Lambert's struggling at the moment. You say he's struggling. Now, of course, it's massively early days. And, you know, you can't make a judgment now. It'd be disgraceful to make a judgment however I feel like he's the type of manager that that if things are going well Wolves fans will be happy but if things go bad quickly and they are going bad or they're continuing to go bad then the fans are going to get on his back because he's that type of guy it's happened to him before now if Wolves finish the season let's say they, they, they avoid relegation but they don't show much improvement through January you know the, the 19th 18th 19th 20th for the next two or three months 17th maybe down the spot do you see him? Do you see him continue to the end of the season? I don't think. I don't, well, if they're in a relegation battle in March, well, what they're they doing now? So they're doing what they're doing now, and, and you know, they win the odd one, then they lose a couple, then they draw, and they're just going to be there or thereabouts where we are now. Is he going to be? Will he be manager of Wolves at the end of this season? It's unpredictable because if if Steve Morgan was still around, I'd say yes. But the owners have proved that they haven't really got much patience. And I think he's he's uh, suffered. Look at Gary Rowett down the road yesterday. He suffered from the fact that he's come with a reputation already from a lot of people who speak to their villa mates and know of of, of what went wrong for him there and kind of this this dour kind of image that he's got, which he's fully well aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a bit different in the summer. Zenga, it was unknown quantity. Everyone just knew he was a bit mad and probably wouldn't last very long. And that's exactly what happened. So uh, Lambert is already suffering in that respect. His first home game, where a lot of fans were getting on his back on social media in particular. And then on against Fulham on Saturday, they booed his substitution at three. Uh, Wolves were three one down. He took off their most defensive midfielder, Roman Sace, for Bodvarsson. 
it got the substitution got booed. People didn't didn't want Sace to come off. They wanted Dave Edwards to come off or Connor Cody. Fifteen minutes later, it's three three. So he doesn't know what he's doing. He said all the right things. I believe he knows what's needed to turn it round. It's just whether he gets that time and gets that authority and gets gets what he wants in the transfer window. Because football these days, let's be honest, a manager takes over and he needs time to get to his his team. Managers just—it's not going to happen these days. You're not going to have. No, to I mean, he, need, he, need, he, need, he, needs, he needs two transfer windows, doesn't he? Yeah. But he's—but is he going to get them? You exactly. know, no it's, it's all days. about all about results on the pitch. And so, if you take on a job. I feel like you know managers always have the excuse of well I didn't get my time to get to, to do my players. I feel like I feel like you're signing on the contract, you're taking the money now. You're taking the money, or you know you're signing, or you're agreeing to take over a club, knowing that you've got to back yourself to manage this squad with a few more, you know, a few more players, maybe one or two in, and not the squad that you want eventually, and blame it on that because I think that's that's basically what you're getting you're getting in, putting in charge of these these days. Yeah, but I think that I think that was a key hill of hill of sort assurances before he took over because exactly the same happened at Blackburn last year. He took over October, November. Promises were made to him about January that weren't delivered, and he would have left a few weeks later if he could have. So he'll have short those assurances about January before he joined because I think he knew how important this window is going to be. Because this, he said it on day one, the squad's too big. We need we need help. We need championship experience. Does he get assurances though? I mean, is that, is that going to be the difference between him taking a job and being just out in the cold and, and, and still managerless? Because you can be left behind very quickly in this manager market. I mean, people still go to the Leeds job. There's still plenty of people who apply for the Leeds job every time it comes up. Okay, they found Gary Monk now, but it's not as if they're short of people applying for it. So you know, is that sometimes we just have to think, okay, well, yeah, I'll get assurances, but I'm not guaranteed, and really. I still want to take the job because I still want to be back in the game. People are always going to want to take the Wolves job, though. Yeah. I mean, because it's that, like you said, it's that kind of, uh, you know, the potential of what could be. It's why people take the Villa job. It's why people take the the Leeds job. Well, no doubt Lambert's coming, you know, as Tim said, he's learned his lesson from, from not just Blackburn, but, but Villa. Um, you know, he, he'll have, he's well aware of what he's come into. I mean, you know... Talk about what's going to happen at the end of the season. He's just got. To, they've just got to worry about getting some results now. I think mm-hmm. you know when there will be a time for an inquest into exactly what went on between the takeover and the end of the transfer window in the summer, where they clearly um, who 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 was organising that that um, that recruitment drive. You know who had the final say on players because they clearly yeah. <laughs> made an absolute pig's ear of it. Mm. <laughs> you know they've clearly got some good players in. I'm not seeing a huge amount of wolves. I think there's real potential in Bob Vars. I know he's gone off the ball since he's since he started. You know they've got some, uh, Costa. You know, oh, there's some bright uh, spots really there. Up, without, but, but without a shadow of a doubt. Some, you know they just bought two. You know, yeah. it's funny because the, the, at the, uh, the 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 unveiling of the, the unveiling of the takeover, everyone yeah. was saying, well, they've got a very little time to get you know seven or eight players in. Yeah. They ended up bringing <laughs> bringing almost double that amount. <laughs> And it was almost like they just went mad. I mean, well, initially at the press conference, she said between five and eight, Jeff yeah. Shee, and then they ended up signing twelve because they just couldn't stop themselves. Got carried and away, it's, but it's 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 caused this problem. And, and Tim, you know, is absolutely right. Um, you know, Lambert's been in this position before at Villa when he came in and had to try and move players on, and, mm. and he ended up with a bomb squad. Um, and it, you know, it just kind of it kind of stuck around this bad feeling around the club. You know. Which was already there, got kind of got worse, and he never really got got uh, got shot of it. I suppose that the only one thing is he has got the experience of handling this kind of. Yeah, he has. I, I, I think any kind of talk of his future is is, is just is just far too premature, and isn't isn't something that the fans should really be debating because the fact is, you know, he's he's the manager. He's he'll be here for the January transfer window. We've got to stick with him to end this season. I mean, they shouldn't have sat Kenny Jacket, let alone. 
you know they should have given Walter Zenger more time. It's just I think I think they've learned the lesson from that, and Lambert's going to be their man, and they're already kind of looking at next season. I think if, if if they can stay up. Walter's still uh, still watching from afar. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. This is a re- weekly theme, isn't it? You just uh, just can't let go. <laughs> it's a bit awkward. <laughs> Instagram, Instagram today as well. Uh, Instagram's a picture of his daughter in a wolf's top, and then uh, some kind of, and then another picture of something that she'd drawn saying, I'm proud of you for being Wolves manager, daddy, or something like that. <laughs> Timings are just Hashtag stunning. Wolves AWE, so, yeah. Uh, Walt. I know. Um, well, let's, you know, I don't want to, you know, carry on with a negative tone. Well, I think we've got to be careful. We we've got to be careful as to getting too apocalyptic after Tuesday, because I, I, know you see, I know you see the two games before that, but they were really positive. QPR was a fairly convincing victory, and then... There were some great signs in that Fulham game, and coming from three-one down to four-three, I know they lost it at the end, but that's the kind of result that can really turn the season around as well. You know, coming yeah. from three-one down to win four-three, and then they go and shoot themselves in the foot of the end. Yeah, but I think they were still on a bit of a high from that, even though they drew it because of the fact they'd come from three-one down, sure. and the ninetieth and the scenes of the ninetieth minute were just yeah. incredible, by yeah. the way. So uh, Lambert alluded to the fact he thought you went mental, you were up. No, I didn't actually. No, I was no. well. I was rewriting my match report, wasn't I? Again, no. and then I did it again afterwards. But uh, no, everyone. Carl Akimi was commentating. He was up and about. Mikey Boy was, was Lambert was was gambling down the touchline. It was crazy. But I think uh, he alluded to the fact that that might have been quite mentally draining for Tuesday's game, which is no excuse whatsoever. But he said, you know, he felt the players were physically and mentally drained after that. After what was a, a one-off incredible match. Um, in hindsight, I think he would have made more changes, but he didn't. I mean, there's a bit of a contradiction there in that he's saying his squad's too big, but then he said his players were a bit tired on Tuesday. But but then again, this is the first. I think this is the first time he's had two games in a week, mm. so he's getting to know his squad as well. You know, which lads can handle two games in four days. You know, he's still learning all this as well. I tell you, can't. It's, it's, all, it's all well and good us and fans saying, oh, you know, so and so shouldn't be playing two games a week or whatever. Yeah. He's he's got to learn it all for himself because he's that's that's sure. his job. Someone who can't play two games in a week is Ricky Lambert. Ricky? Ricky! Lambert Watch, we were all prepared. Devastated. All we had a little poster in the programme. Yeah, poster in the programme. The scene was set. Two more goals for you to get free Costa Coffees next season. Six goals, league goals or more. He's on four. Where do we see Ricky Lambert? He's on the bench. He would have had a goal as well if he'd have played. Oh, I'll tell you what, crazy. definitely would have done. And I think the quote was that Ricky Lambert will not play two games in a week, uh, Neil Warnock said. So that, that cuts out about eight more games for him between now and the end of the season. Not a problem. I think you're worried. I think you're slightly worried again now. I, I've got my feet up, cigars out. We're nearly at the halfway point and you're only one goal ahead. One goal ahead of what? And uh, Of the mean. You, know, you should be three. The mean? Yeah. Don't talk about mid. I'd rather hear about median than mean. <laughs> it's, uh, he'll be fine, mate. I'd, uh, there's no problem. Uh, I think he's struggling, mate. It's too, back him to score two more goals before the end of the season, Matt? Well, he's got to play Wolves and Villa again, hasn't he? So, yeah. It's true. It's he's true. Cardiff's top scorer, as, as, as was proved last week. Unfortunately, the Cardiff fan didn't know, but oh, anyway, never mind. I felt sorry for him. He didn't debut. We did a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He's got all these three lifelines. Question one, Cardiff fan, who's your top scorer? Didn't use any lifelines, got it wrong. Went away with no money, Matt. Got a little bit of a maybe a little bit of a quiz later on, so we'll see how you do. Quizzy, love a bit of quizzy. Before we start that, Tim, with our three thousand eight hundred and sixty listeners ah, last yes. week, yes. How, how are we doing in the old um, where we're massive? Global, massive we're global, we're global. Uh, 
Yeah, it, 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 unexplained as to how we got so many thousands and thousands of people. Well, thank that, you. Cheers, cheers, guys. Yeah. We, we better start actually, you know, preparing and doing a proper podcast in the near nice, future. Yeah, absolutely. So we made it pretty big in Norway last week. Norway! Uh, with eight, 18 listens in Norway. Hey, thanks, Norway. And a couple of, well, three potential holiday destinations here. So I think we really want to big up these listeners. Okay. We want them to become our friends. Especially and then travel companies. Hopefully we'll get an invite lives. to the Bahamas. So... I feel like three we, listens to in the Bahamas. I feel like I feel like ENS football podcast in the Bahamas is, is definitely something that we should we should look at. I think it would I think it would add a lot to, to the um to, 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 to the audio show that we provide. I, I think I think people would want to hear you know a bit of waves in the background and I all agree. that kind of stuff. A, a lot of, yeah, I think we could yeah give a lot of colour to the show. Yeah. Women in bikini serving cocktails at the bar. That's the kind of thing that people want to hear, uh, I think. Of course they do, not see, but hear. Exactly. Agreed. You've not even taken this podcast out of this room yet. <laughs> <laughs> Some office in the middle of Wolverhampton. We've not even got to the pub at this stage. Well, hogs, hogs, we'll start on the hog's head and then we'll go from there. If the Bahamas doesn't happen, we could, could go to Barbados. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could go there. Or we could go to the Seychelles. Loving that. Someone listen to us in the Seychelles. Barbados, Bahamas and Seychelles. If you get in touch, any of you get in touch, and I want, I want definite, I want you to show me that you're there. No lie, I will send you a free complimentary gift. I'm not sure what yet. It could be an ENS pencil, but I will send you a gift. We don't have ENS pencils. No, we don't. But I can get some. Oh, I've got an ENS uh, calculator. ENS calculator. Timothy Spears ENS calculator is on the way to the Bahamas, Seychelles, or Barbados. If you let me know, verified exactly where you are, and we'll send you an ES calculator. Well, talking to Seychelles, because I know we like to you know, know a bit more about the countries that people are listening from. Yes, we do. Did you know that the Seychelles is made up of 115 islands? 115 islands? In the Indian Ocean, did you know that? Matt, did you know that? I knew it was uh, made up of islands, I didn't know how many. Matt's looking slightly disgusted at our, <laughs> no, our, our stats here. Also, since 1976, apparently, mm. uh, so I hear... Uh, its capita output has increased nearly sevenfold. Uh, the government's kind of really encouraged foreign investment Tourism. in order to upgrade these sectors, apparently. Uh, and also, it has a, a population, I think, of around 92,000, which makes it the smallest population of any in- independent African state, allegedly, apparently. Uh, roughly the same population as West Bromwich. So, I, I like that connection. Yep. I like that connection, local yep. connection. Well, thank you very much to the Seychelles. We so if you listen to the Seychelles, yeah, let us know. Uh, not so not so glamorous on the cities front, but Ooh. just you know, just going around the country. You know, we appreciate. We do the UKs as well. Going nationwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget our roots, do we? Especially no. the ten people who listened in Bracknell. Bracknell. Last week. Thanks for that. Love that. Uh, Twelve people in Slough as well. Slough. Love to go to Slough. Andrea Beauty in the Slough. Is he? I don't know. Maybe you don't know. Uh, Belper. Anyone know where that is? Belper. Oh, yeah, know. it's yeah. a Derbyshire. Oh, Some of the old uh, mine sounds. Actually, Matt's a very good job. A bit underrated, yeah, Belper. Yeah. Haven't they got, they've got some sort of sport? Is it, is got it a, rugby? They've got a, no, they've got a football team. Oh. in the. Uh, I think they're in the same division as... Um, Telford? No, no. Starbridge, perhaps. Oh, oh no. Might be, might be the division below. Hell's Own Town definitely, definitely were. Belper, right. We're involved in a, a championship battle with them uh, a couple of seasons ago. Not, not, not the championship. Bel- Belper's one of those places that sounds... <laughs> Kind of, oh, you know, I've got to go to Belper. Yeah, but actually, well, it's a lot nicer than it sounds. Okay. There's a few places like that, you know. Well, if you're listening so, in Belper, all the Bahamas, yeah. get in touch, especially the Bahamas, but especially get in touch, Bahamas, yeah. get in touch. Um, before we go on to this week's quiz, um, just a quick word. 
last week, well, Tuesday night, Matt, you were obviously again with me Wednesday, but Tuesday night, Stourbridge, FA Cup. Just a quick word on this. Well, glass, glass, word. glass boys. <laughs> yeah, because we haven't got loads of time, but, but a fantastic result and an achievement, you know, against Northampton. Oh yeah, I mean, um, well, I mean, what what more can we say about it? What more can I say about it? I've uh, I've been privileged privileged enough to kind of to see the to see the lot really from uh, my, my former days on the the Starbridge News when they uh, when they got through to play Warsaw in the first round in in two thousand and nine, and really that kind of at the time I think that felt you know the kind of you thought well this is doesn't get any this, better, get any better mm-hmm. but but it, does, <coughs> it clearly does. Um, I think that Warsaw game, looking back on it now. You know, these kind of the moment, time, times when you kind of reflect this week on, on history and where things have come. Um, that was to kind of raise the, the club's horizons. I think a lot of non-league clubs would have that occasion, and mm-hmm. you know that would be that would be it. But I think Starbridge kind of uh, took a lot of encouragement from that. You know, staging such a big game at their, their ground. I mean, you've got to, the other thing as well for for Tuesday that you've got to factor in is the fact that the, the game had been postponed from its original date. That's to deal with that disappointment. The fact it wasn't on TV it was an absolutely scandalous decision, but used um, as motivation, wasn't but it? It was used as uh, as motivation, uh, or one of the one of the things used for, for motivation anyway. Um, and, you know, it, it really did. I, I, I felt going into the game put Starbridge at a disadvantage, and and was there going to be the same kind of atmosphere now they knew that you know the third round tie was going to be Wickham away? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, needn't have worried at all. I think the you know, the tone was set in the first. Few seconds, uh, the captain Tom Tonks diving in for a challenge, which another referee, it must be said, may have booked him for, but it really set the tone. And, and really, they they were better than Northampton in in every department. I mean, Northampton. you never have guessed Northampton were a League One side. They look completely lost. They, I think they completely underestimated Starbridge in many ways. <coughs> Starbridge really were were excellent. And and you know, you get into that, those final ten minutes, and you think, well, you know, professional club here will you know starting to push on. You know, the Fitness will show through, and and Stabbage had had half chances. You know things hadn't really fallen for them, and then falls for for Jack Duggan at the, the far post, and mm. um, you know he falls home. They're, they're, it's, it couldn't happen to a you know a, a nicer bunch of people. You know they're a, a tremendous group uh, down at Stabbage, and Gary's got a really good um, really good team as well, full of kind of level-headed individuals. And um, you know the story is not over. I mean um, they'll, they'll give Wickham a game. You know, what a shame they didn't get um, a big one though, isn't it? I mean, it is, but you know, if you beat Wickham, you've got a chance of getting a absolutely a big one. I mean, theoretically, you know, they're beating a League One side, League Two should be should be easier. <laughs> yeah, easier. I like so that. you think, but I mean, like I say, rule Stabridge out at your peril. Um, I've seen it so many times from them now when they there's just something about them mm. and they raise the game and the, the club's got this pedigree now though, so that when new players come in, I mean, Jack Duggan, the goal scorer on Tuesday night, prime example, you know. Was at Russell last season, you know. Players want to go to Starbridge because they know they have the they had these cup runs and that's what they want mm. to be part of. They want their their picture on the wall. Um, you know, they are none of these most successful FA Cup side of the uh, of the last uh, last decade. Mm. Um, you know, um, Gary said at the you know he said he still didn't think they'd get enough credit for Tuesday. Well, I mean, y- you can't give them enough credit really mm. um, for what they've done. It's absolutely tremendous. Fantastic work. How many um, do you think they'll take to uh, the chair boys? I guess the glass boys. Uh, they, they, they estimate around fifteen hundred. It'll be interesting uh, to see that grounds ten thousand uh, Adams Park, and I think you get about fifteen percent, don't you? Yeah, I think so, so for a cup f- game. Yeah, fifteen hundred. But whether whether Wickham will then whether Wickham will sell out 
Well, I'm not so sure. So Stabridge might get a get a few more than that. They took 900 to Plymouth in 2011, um, but that was really at the start of of this. I mean, you know, the you know the, the Stabridge got 2,000 people turn up to watch them. Um, you know, against Whitehawk in the first round for a game that they haven't sold tickets to. Um, you know, the, the support base is there, so you know I think they will they will sell out um, the away allocation. Simply, you know, because who else? I think Wolves are away, aren't they? Albion are at Derby. Yeah, Wolves are at Stoke, Albion at Derby. Okay. Yeah, you know, they're not too far to go, are they? But, but I think, uh, you know, I think, you know, it's a special occasion. I think. Man City, Starbridge, fourth round FA Cup. That's what. That's what. I mean, we talked about. I think. I think um, Matt Wilson and um, and Joe Massey. Actually, was one of the, your rare, one of your rare um, non-appearances, Tim. Talking about the FA Cup, and they got they got it. And Joe wasn't a bit massive fan of the FA Cup, but it just shows. I mean, think games like this are fabulous, and I think it's what it's all about. Well, so. yeah, I, I mean, I'm aware of Joe's views. Um, I, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I'm, might I'm, be the they're they're slightly alien to, to me, but mm. uh, and I think a lot of other people. But you know, the cup is is uh, it, it remains in, in a game where you know there's so much disparity now between the top clubs and the bottom. It is mm. the the great leveler. It's mm. you know it's actually a, a, a fair competition where you know clubs at the lower levels can. Make money and you know better themselves in the long run. You don't get that in, in a lot of other. I think in a lot of countries as well. When I'm when I'm talking, I'm obviously you know works in a few and and talking about football or soccer back here. I always tend to talk about the FA Cup because there's no competition like that in American sport where some of the lower league teams you just don't get it. You get your top twenty. There's no promotion relegation, but the fact of the FA Cup and, and you talk about how the the top team can play someone you know seven divisions below you know the the top flight. They can't believe it, so it's fabulous. Well, and to Steve Box of, of this parish, um, used to do a road to Wembley feature every year where he'd start in the extra preliminary round and basically follow the team, you know, go at the game of the, the team that had been knocked out. Mm. Um, that's where I first met him, actually. Um, he's a sub editor for people who don't know on our desk, but uh, at uh, I think Dudley, uh, Dudley Town versus Bromsgrove. In the uh, first qualifying round, which was a huge game for Dudley Town, kind yeah. of at every level of you know, even through the qualifying rounds, there are shocks. You know, teams taking mm. out teams from th- three divisions higher up. Sure, it is you know fantastic. There's nothing quite like it. I could talk for hours about the. That's FA great. Cup, yeah, like, no, because, absolutely. Uh, a Wolf Star Bridge in round four. You'll um, soon see, see those list of numbers start to. Uh, no, no, no. It's <laughs> start all, to tail off. It's all good, um, but they'll be tailing up now because we have got. Quiz of the week this week. Now, Matt, you've got you've got a job on your hands here because you, Tim, you're three and zero. You three and zero wins. You always say it in this way. Do you mean I've won three and lost oh, yeah, none? Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm talking American. Yeah, how many are you three? He's batting three for three. Yeah, yeah, batting three for three. Yeah, hundred, one thousand. What do you reckon? Undefeated in three. Undefeated is how in three. I'd describe Can it. Can you be undefeated in four? Now this week, actually, because I thought that Joe Master was coming on as well, so I, I did have um, like like a, a three-way quiz planned. So I've had to change slides. So we've got a shorter, abridged version. However, we have got the return of a popular quiz in the past this week. So you couldn't think of a new one. Anyway. <laughs> the silence. Oh dear. Anyway, Matt, this is the new theme um, music of it. So what we what we play this week, Matt Mayher. Oh, it's terrible, isn't it? It's terrible. It's not old school, is it? No. 
We're playing Family Fortunes, Mark. Wait, We're playing Family wait. Fortunes. It's Family Fortunes, okay? okay. Now, I think you know the. Um, <laughs> I think you know the remit of the show. Uh, don't need to um, go over it with our listeners either. Don't need to play with go, your family. Pardon? Don't you need to play with your family, do you? No, it's the Mayher family and the Spears family. All right. From. Yeah, it's okay. You're okay. you one. You're yeah, bang. It's okay. Just, uh, you can have plenty of them. You can have a Lady Spears and you know. And, a gentleman, old old school mayhem. Oh, just go I'm playing the all the way. characters. You're playing all of them, yeah. Right. You're playing all of them, okay. So. Should get out of that. Um, are you ready on your buzzers? Now, your buzzer. Oh. You've buzzer. got to say is. <coughs> your buzzer is do Ron Ron. Oh, here we go. And your buzzer is oh bully bully. Ooh, bully bully. 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 Okay. Right, so okay. do Ron Ron Ron. You said do Ron Ron. Well, How many runs have we got in this? Oh, we could start a song now. Let's start it. Um, so, are you ready? On the buzzers, can you, um, Tim, meet Matt. Matt, meet Tim. Hi. Well, I'm very, you know, I'm very competitive. I've got to warn you. Okay, okay. <laughs> we asked 100 people to name. We didn't really because, um, you know, it's the top five. Can you name one of the top five Premier League goal scorers? Do wrong, wrong. Oh, Mr. Mayher of the Mayher family. Can you name one of them? Alan Shearer. Hasn't he retired? <laughs> well, you said top five Premier League. You didn't specify this season, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. So I fair. had to be careful. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you, it's the top five Premier League goal scorers this season. I'll oh, give you a... Right. Well, <laughs> you know, go on, go on, go on. Mine was perfectly logical. It was. It I'm was sorry, I think that answer's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really. The question's just flawed. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, as soon as I buzzed in, I wanted to say, well, do you mean this season? But, what would so. you... What, what's your other answer? Because I'll give you that. For this season? Yes. And I'm going to have to hurry you. <laughs> it's yes, been about five yes. minutes already. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, Diego Costa. Diego Costa. Ting! Is joint first. So because it's joint first, you get to either play or pass, Mr. Mayhem. Would you like to I play will, or pass? Um, I think I will... Tim Spears is, is busily writing down, <laughs> jotting down notes as we speak. I think I shall play. Okay, you play. Okay. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you've got the joint first. Can oh, I have another person, the top five? I'll go with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, ting, is number five in there with nine goals. Zlatan Ibrahimovic after his late winner against Crystal Palace on Wednesday night. Two out of five, three to five, Mr. Mayher. I will... Uh... I have to decide whether to play or... No, 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 you're, you're, no, no you've, you've you're in the game now. You're, you're, you're in the game. You've committed. I'm back on that oh, God. Oh, well, th these are really obvious answers. Number one, number three, number four on the board. Uh, Sergio Aguero. Sergio Aguero. Ting, number three, ten goals. Sergio what? Aguero. <laughs> <laughs> Suspended at the moment. Um, two games to go. I think so, these clubs at the top. So we're doing very well, Matt. Um, the Spears family are looking a slight Spears. despondent yeah, at yeah, this moment in time. They won't be in a second because I've, I've got a horrible feeling there's somebody really, really obvious. Yeah, number one and number four are on the board. Number what? Number one? Number one and number four. There's got to be somebody absolutely... Uh... I'm going to have to rush you, Matt, for your first you for your next um, guess. Five, four, three, two... All right, I've got it. Go on. Eden Hazard. Oh, my word, Eden Hazard. 
<laughs> Joint six just missed out on the top five with eight goals. Edin Hazard, but it was a good guess. Spears, you might get a chance to steal. Can he scored confer, please? eight. Eight scored goals eight, this season, yeah. yes. Eight Premier League goals this season. Jesus. Grandpa Mayher, how's it going? Uh, great to see you. Have you got an answer for me, please? Is an eyes go yet? No, you get you get two more wrong answers. Oh, two more. Yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> you obviously haven't seen the the, the family fortunes for a while, Matt. For a long time, okay. not since they kicked Les Dennis off. Should have done three, three, two, one or something. But a dusty bin for no, you, maybe. No, no. <laughs> but Les Dennis is uh, fall from grace. You know. Yeah, stop stalling them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear. Gonna have to rush your grandpa, Matt, for an answer. How many did you say it has already got? <laughs> no more stalling. <laughs> Nothing that. That's two right answers. Number one and number four are on the board. Spears is looking very, very confident at this moment in time. Should he doesn't like to lose. Oh, well, hang on, I've got one. Okay, here Alexis we go. Sanchez. Alexis oh, Sanchez. I can't believe he's pulled that out of the bag. <laughs> number one. Number one on the board. There's one answer to five. We're going to Anti Mayher here. Anti Mayher. 48-year-old from just outside West Bromwich. Have you got an answer for me? 48! 48! <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. No, we're not that kind of family. Um, Five, four, three, two... Hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got this answer. Go on then. I've got an answer. Go on then. Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine Defoe. Oh, no. Misses out on six as well. Edin Hazard and Jermaine Defoe both on eight goals. Unbelievable. But someone's on nine. Tim Spears <coughs> has one answer to find. You're looking slightly worried at the moment. Well, you could go one nil down here. Well, I've got I've got two in mind. Right. Okay. Shall I? Can I, Is it like pointless? Shall I just talk about them? You can you can talk about them. Yeah, I mean it's fine. There's no problem. Wait, with it's, me. E it's either Kane or Lukaku, isn't okay. it? Okay. I'm not I'm not going to show my hand. What what number is this in the this order? This is number four. Look, I mean, Lukaku got a hat trick in one game, and he scored two the other day. So well, um, Matt May might know who it is. Well, I mean, Walcott's got a few as well. He scored. He scored. Walcott scored ten, but I don't know if they're all in the Premier League or not. Oh, this is hard, isn't oh, it's it? It's hard. It's hard. I'm going to have to rush it, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say Lukaku. Final answer. Are you going with Romalu Lukaku? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Team! Yeah! Woo! He's taken it, he's stolen it. Nine goals, very, very well done. The Spears family is one game to nil up. Jermaine, um, nine goals. So, so Sanchez, number one with 12. Diego Costa, joint first with 12. Sergio Aguero, third with 10. Lukaku with nine. Ibrahimovic with nine. Just missing out, Jermaine Defoe with eight. Uh, Din Hazard with eight. Uh, Mane with seven. Theo Walcott with seven. Tim Spears, congratulations. Yes. Thanks. Fingers on the buzzers. What, what does that mean? Is this a three-round game, is it? Three, well, it depends whether it goes to a decider or not. Ooh. 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 Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Okay, hasn't right. done that for a while. Um, it's a bit weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it might have transitioned slightly <laughs> since you're on the podcast, Lice. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone ridiculous, but we, we love it. J Judah's kind of coming out of his shell, which I don't know if, it, I don't know if, it's, a, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but we'll it's let nearly, the... It's nearly Friday. I'm off tomorrow, so I'm off for the weekend. So happy days. I've got a little wedding to go to in Kew Gardens. Are you in? Just get on with the quiz. Get on okay. with the quiz. Um, so from Premier League top goal scores, remember, do run run and ooh bully bully, we're going to the Championship top goal scorers. 
do wrong wrong. Yes. He's deliberately staying out of these now. Right. Right. <laughs> you can always pass. Scandalous. Scandalous. Gale. Dwight Gale. Ting! Top answer, Mr. Matthew Mayer. The Mayer family, would you like to play or pass? Is top, it, this five is the top five is championship it? goal scorers. Well, play. Oh, play. Oh, I'll take that. Bold, bold, I'm going to say. I don't think he fancied that. Okay. Glenn Murray. Glenn Murray. Ting! Number two for Brighton. 13 goals. Two out of five. Hmm. Hmm. We're going to the baby mayo of the family now. 18 year old. 18. Darren Mayher. <laughs> Darren. Darren. Dazza to his mates. No, oh, this is horrible. Yeah, it's horrible, but you're the one who started to play. I know, I know, I mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. I should have passed this over. Oh, dear, but confidence know, and cockiness. Know, I'm just not confident on some of these. I'm going to have to rush you, I'm afraid, Matthew. Or Dazza. All right, you know. Okay, I'm just saying, just saying. <laughs> we're, um, we're 48 minutes into the episode as well. <laughs> 48 minutes? We are, yes. We've been blab- blabbing on for four. Well, yes. at, least, at least if I lose this, people will have switched off. Correct. <laughs> well in advance. Yeah. Um, oh. Three, he'll, he'll have an answer. Two, but I don't know any. So, one, oh, hang on, I'll get a few. One <clears throat> out of time. That's one. Oh, well, yeah, of course, I get more than one. Yes, yeah, I'm one still learning have... the rules here, okay, yeah. so I'm just gonna, yes, to, I'm just gonna have to get a bit more thinking time. Yeah, how much, how many more lives have got to work? You have two more lives, two and more yeah, lives. I'm gonna start you off with 10 second countdown now. 10 second countdown, 10 that's second a... countdown. Oh, you never had the... I mean, he was allowed to talk through his answers. Okay. Okay. Timmy, you said staying quiet on this because he's doing. He's only spoken. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm just just conferring with myself. So. uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ready to steal, as as they say. There's one very obvious one on there for me, but uh, I don't know. I'm not going to give any clubs away. Yeah. I'll give you a clue. Don't get no, no, no clues. No wolf strikers are on there. Oh. 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 Ouch. Well, I knew that. Timmy, confident at the moment. You feeling good? Uh, I've got a, I've got a couple, but I think I think I think you'll think of them. I mean, I'll go with, with Jonathan Codger. Jonathan I don't think Codger. he's in there. <laughs> Nowhere near. Not even in the top eight answers. Not in the top eight. Not even in the top eight. Tim Spears is very very excited at the moment. Am I? Yeah, I think you're very excited. I mean, you don't you don't give a lot of expression on a match day, but this is as, this is as high as I've seen you for a while <laughs> in the studio. He's definitely got one. It's a bit odd, this, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Right. Uh, Silence is great for a podcast as well. Yeah. Amazing, perfect. Let me, uh, let me think. Mm. Going to a game on Saturday, Judah? <laughs> yes, I am. Mm. Going to a game. Going to the Manchester United West Brom. Mm, very good. Um, your Forest, I think. Forest bound. Forest away. Look forward to that. Um, I think. Well, I, was... I went to Uni Nottingham. Love going there. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top night out. Love going back. Um, proper night out, that Nottingham. Huge night out, especially when you're a student. Alcohol consumed. Oof. Woof. Well, it's, it's the works Christmas deal on Friday night. Oh, ouch. So, uh, ouch might be a little bit why tired. Did, why did you attend the digital Christmas deal when you editorial last Friday? Why did you way? Why did you not attend it? Because I don't Matt like Ritchie. social... He's in, there we he's go. in, he's <laughs> in. He's had enough of it. Matt Ritchie, great, great answer. <laughs> oh, that's no, cruel. That's cruel. That is. That's cruel. Do that in my face. I'm sorry, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Spears to steal for the game to go 2-0 up. Uh, Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham. Ting! Yeah. Number five! Yes. Ten goals. Oh, woo, 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 
thought about Abraham, but I didn't. Prize for you. Prize. prize the prizes you. that don't exist. Prizes that don't exist. Who you else can either have. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Who else? I'll do it in a minute. I'll do it in a minute. I'm going to do the thing first. You either win dinner with Jez Moxie. <laughs> or a colouring session and painting by numbers with Walter Zenger and his child. Wow. What would you like to choose? I'll take I'll take the colouring, I think. That sounds fun, doesn't it? Walter Zenger, yeah, I'll be entertaining that. Um, number five on the board, congratulations from ten goals, Tammy Abraham. Third, Scott Hogan, Brentford thirteen. Oh, I thought of Hogan as well, but I just didn't think he'd got enough. Well you didn't even have an answer for the first two, so you can't you could have said something. <laughs> I oh, know, I should have... Uh, no, I did give you codgy, didn't I? You're quite a critical yeah. host, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I do a sarcastic one. I don't think critical. I love you all. If this Num- is Jaron Cherry, then I'm going to uh, kick Num- you off. Big n- number four was um, was Chris Wood um, of Leeds United. 11 goals. Yeah, um, Just yeah. missing out Sam Gallagher with nine um, and Gareth McCleary with eight. Yeah, Bod Varson just missing out as well. Yeah, Bod, Bod Varson and just missing Dicko out. Dicko Mason, yeah, pretty close. Follow John close, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the tiebreaker, by the way, any interest, was was um, top fantasy Premier League defenders this season, fantasy Ooh. football. Alonso? You've written them down off your pad as well. Oh, did he? Oh, he got them there. He's like, look at that. It's incredible. Um, <laughs> I would have iced that round. <laughs> Aspilicueta, top. win. Kate, Cahill, Walker, Alonso, Van Dyke, Daniels, Cook, Koscielny, McCauley. Would have been top nine because it would have been a difficult one. But Tim Spears, four and oh, one yes. four, lost zero. Yes. Congratulations. You get a finger buffet at the Hogs head for winning overall. Let's see. I mean, who's going to stop you? Who is going to stop you? I mean, I, I just don't really see the benefit of this because, you know, it's great, great to win a quiz. Yeah. But I've, I've had nothing from it. So, mm. yeah, you're right. Still wait for my Burger King vouchers. Nando's. Nando's vouchers. Yeah. Still waiting for my colour with Walter Zenger session that you promised a few minutes ago. Yeah, well, we'll say we. Hashtag. We'll see. We'll soon see. But congratulations, Timothy. Thanks, Very Nathan. For you. Um, we're going to finish with predictions, guys. Um, coming up to Christmas. I think we're going to do one next week before Christmas. Yeah, we'll fit one in. We'll squeeze one in, won't we? I know we're times. I know you guys are very a, busy. A seasonal edition. Seasonal edition. It might require some of you to come in early or, or stay later, but we appreciate your 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 kind work. Should we wear hats and do a little picture for the Twitter? I think it's great for podcast for listeners that we do wear yep. hats. I think that's yep. great. Yeah, we'll do yep. a picture. Maybe some Christmas jumpers. Yeah. Predictions this weekend, gentlemen. Um, we're going to start with the Sunday game. Queen's Park Rangers against Aston Villa. Mr. Matthew Mayher, what's your prediction this weekend? QPR, Aston Villa. Home win. Oh. <coughs> QPR? Villa are on TV. <coughs> they won on TV all season. They're struggling away from home. Terrible record at Loftus Road. Or it feels like a terrible record at Loftus Road. Come on, it's the last time they won there, so, yep. Excited to spawn at Matt now after that, that defeat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He has gone for a home win. You're pre- predicting uh, a lot of defeats here. Tim? Uh, I th- I, having seen QPR quite recently, I think Villa should have, should have more than enough for them. They mm. uh, win 2 0. Well, yeah, good point. <laughs> 2 0 yeah. Villa. Yeah, I think I think Villa win as well. I think away win. So, so the Villa fan uh, basically thinks that it's going to be a QPR win and, and the, the other two fans uh, fancy an away win. So, yeah, I think Aston Villa get back on track on this one. I think they win 2 0 as well. Walsall um, against Bradford. Uh, I know we haven't touched much on Walsall. John Whitney under a lot of pressure. Two successive defeats. I think only one league win since October the 22nd, Matt. Um, so it's it's definitely a big game for him. Uh, Walsall against Bradford City at the Banks is where do you see that one going? Tim's squeaking a draw out of that game. Yeah. Draw. Yeah. No, no scoreline. Just, just, you're just going. You're just going I didn't know I had to give a scoreline. Well, it's an nice um, to give a scoreline, you know, just in case. 1 1. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I think Walsall are. Yeah, they're not great to watch, but you know they they are getting enough results that probably keep them in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think you know the, 
they've done okay against the uh, the biggest teams at home. So I, I fancy him to get something out of the game. One one draw for Matt. Um, Tim. Two one Bradford. Two one Bradford. Oh, ouch! Pressure on Whitney. Yeah, well, Brad, Bradford are a decent team. Yeah, a decent team. Yeah. So yeah. Sheffield United. <laughs> yeah, they were. They Typical. They were, they were pretty sad. You, don't, you really don't know what you're going to get with Walsall this season. I'm going to probably go for a one one draw as well. I think that. Um, I think Walsall might get a point there. I think a lot, a lot of pressure. I, I do like John Winnie. I really hope he stays it, stays it out at least to the end of the season. But depending on where the Brentford situation is, and obviously the Dean Smith bandwagon rolling, let's hope that you know, so that Walsall get a couple of wins because you know, a couple of wins, a couple of wins in the back up there, aren't they? Towards looking towards the playoffs and a couple of defeats, and uh, it's looking a little bit, a little bit, you know, not great. Anyway, West Brom, Manchester United, five thirty kickoff. It's live on Sky. Saturday, Matt, you're there, I'm there. Let's start off with Tim Spears' prediction. West Bromwich Albion, Manchester United. 2-2, uh, two, two, I think. It'll be a good game. 2-2. Two, two. Still on my prediction, so I'm going to go 5 all. <laughs> <laughs> High score draw for both of you. Yeah, United, um, United are a funny one, aren't they? I think a lot will depend on whether Johnny Evans is back. I think he probably will be back for that game. Um, and if he is, then I expect... I'm a resolute sure. West Brom. Mm. You don't think so? Do I'm not sure. You know, yeah. he, he said he. We'll see last night, didn't he? So um, mm. I think if he misses no, the no game, I think they get beat. Risking him. It's too big a player to risk. Yeah, I mean, I, should, I mean, Jonas Olsen did fine the other night, but I, I'm. I think if I think if Evans plays, they get a draw. If not, then I think I think Man United nick it. Um, unfortunately, and we'll finish off with Nottingham Forest against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Nathan Judah, you'll go first. Okay, I will. I'm going to go with a Nottingham Forest 1, Wolverhampton Wanderers 1. Score, draw. Matt? 2-1 Wolves. 2-1 Wolves. Forest the worst team I've seen this season so far. In <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they need, you know, they're not, not particularly uh, flying at the moment. So, uh, I fancy, fancy Wolves to... To get some, I don't think Wolves are as bad as... Uh, People make as them out. ...as the position suggests. Yeah. And, you know, they'll... They're capable of uh, nicking the odd result here and there. So, away win for you. Um, draw for me. Uh, Wolves correspondent, Mr Timothy Spears. Where do you see this one have the final say? Well, Wolves are the worst team that I've seen this season. <laughs> as well. Oh! <laughs> no, I... Uh, well... First, Henry Lansbury's out, which is which is great news for Wolves. Yeah. Some longer, probably not for either. Again, that's great news. True. But Costa's looks like Costa's going to be out for Wolves as well. So it's not going to be a classic with all those creative players out. But Wolves have got Wolves have squeaked a couple of one nils at Forest mm-hmm. over the years, and I've got a sneaky feeling they'll do so again. I tell you what, the players just to say quickly were absolutely gutted. Mm-hmm. On, I know you weren't around the tunnel you after the game, but no. they looked distraught, and I th- I think we'll see a reaction, and. I think Lambert set up really defensively like he did at Preston and I think they'll manage to sneak a 1-0. Sneak a 1-0. Happy Hope days. Hope so. They need it. Gentlemen, thank you very much, Tim. Enjoyed it. Yep, yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. Matt, will you come in again after after the barrage of, um, of, of banter that maybe you didn't, you know, you weren't you weren't there for before? I will, yeah. I was slightly louder maybe this <laughs> yeah, time. Don't shout in my face again. Okay. <laughs> I won't shout in your face again. Um, get some Christmas presents. Go and, go and get some Christmas presents before Christmas Eve. Just go and do it. No, I don't want to. Go and do it. No, get out of the way. You, you go to one, I'll go to m and I'll get everything from the same shop, or Debenhams, everything from the same shop. M&S or Debenhams? Out in two hours. Are getting steady clothing? Just, just... Socks? <laughs> <laughs> Meal deal. Meal deal, yeah, with a bottle of wine. Oh dear, I can't wait for my present. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great one. We'll speak to you next week. Let's hope we get some wins across the board. Take care. Bye-bye.